Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. If you got some money, there's a local owner that might need it, a lot of it, and he's got access to it. All he's got to do is snap his fingers. Oh, wait a minute, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, is that you? You want to be involved? Okay. I need your cash. Just, I mean, look, I don't know about y'all. But I like talking about games. I like talking about, hey, did you know the Combine's going on right now? In Washington, you'd have no freaking idea. You'd have no idea. You'd have no idea we're trying to interview Peter Skoronsky and John Michael Schmitz and Joey Porter Jr. and Christian Gonzalez, Trenton Simpson. Who are they? Those are offensive linemen cornerbacks and a linebacker that you might be interested at 16. We should be gung-ho on combine talk, watching dudes run around in Under Armour shirts and shorts that might be a part of the Washington football team coming up in the 2023 football season so we can address our needs, so we can get back in contention where we're just a couple of games away. We beat the Super Bowl runner-up. But instead... Instead, Matt Essig, Chris Russell, we are talking about potential bank fraud from, I mean, look, I say this 5% facetiously, but history says, Chris Russell, people that get involved in ways that are coming out right now, where the walls are closing in of all this money that you owe a lot of people. This doesn't end well. And I'm not talking about jail time. I'm talking about paying the ultimate penance. Okay? 
And I, I hope for Dan Snyder's sake that mental health-wise, he's not headed in that direction. But if for some reason all of this stuff keeps closing in, like it does in the movies, like we're in the final 10 minutes of a horror movie, and the walls are closing in, and the walls are closing in, and it's getting tighter, and your legs are up against the walls trying to hold them out, your arms are up against the walls trying to hold them out, are you going to be the hero, Chris Russell, that comes in at the 11th hour and saves Dan Snyder in the movie at the two-hour and two-minute mark? Or is that concrete wall just going to smash him and that's it? I'm not going to be Dan's hero. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Love you, you Dan. You too, Dan. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah as well. Dan, is that a million-dollar turkey you're having at Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> well, it might be a $55 million credit line turkey. But um, bum Can never relate. Look, let, let's be honest. We can never relate. I that was somewhat funny. We could never relate. To hasn't got a laugh out of it. We, you we know can, exactly what I'm talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just didn't laugh. I thought you were going to laugh. Well, I mean, uh, if those that have already read Don Van Natta's story this morning would understand completely yes. what you're talking about. Exactly. But seriously, we I were mean, talking about turkeys last week, right? And we injectors. were. Yes, <laughs> we were. This is a different kind of turkey. But the point is, is I mean, this sometimes Chris ends very badly yeah. for people. Sometimes they off themselves. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I hope. I don't I know hope, if I'm going. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I, I no. hope it doesn't go that far. Yeah. And, I, and I, like I said, I said it five percent facetiously. But dude, it's not impossible when this type of stuff because it takes such a mental toll on you. Yeah. And there's no question this has to be taking a mental, serious mental toll. Right. On Dan Snyder, his lawyers. Yes who are making incredible billing hours right now. and But they feel a pressure and a burden to defend what is probably indefensible. I'm not saying that, look, and you know what right now, Chris? It's probably not even defend. Their job right now is to get Dan out of this in the least volatile way possible, where we're not talking about any jail time, where we're not talking about you know, significant fraud being able to be proven here mm-hmm. as is alleged potentially in, in this story and by clearly people who have an axe to grind yes. with Dan Snyder. Yes. And if it is, if it is all these, the former minority owners, okay, granted, percentage-wise, now if they were still involved and there is a sale, they would have stood to make a little bit more money. They would have divided up close to... I would say two and a half billion, maybe, if you look at the percentages as opposed to the eight hundred and fifty million I think they got uh when the league, you know, provided Dan with the loan to buy them out. So I think that what they divide up, eight hundred and fifty million between the three of them. Uh I th- it, it was it eight fifty a piece. No, 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 no. Eight fifty uh, between them. Uh no, no, no. It was it was for forty percent of the of the franchise. So mm-hmm. it was way more than eight hundred and fifty million. Uh, it was like two point. It was, it should have been valued at around two point four billion right, based okay. on what yeah. the Forbes value right. was. And that's that's why. But I was because getting it two- was not a controlling share, it was less. So it was like, I want to say it was roughly. It was like one point eight, one point nine, maybe as much as two billion between the three. Bob 
uh, Sharf, uh, uh, Dwight Sharp, Bob Rothman, and, and Fred Smith, Smith yeah. FedEx Fred. Uh, and, and again, Dwight Shar was banned forever by the NFL mm-hmm. from owning any stake of an NFL franchise because of the way this went down. That just shows you but let me, let me, how dirty the uh, okay. waters are. But let me ask you this, though. Based on what we are seeing right now, if you're FedEx Fred, Dwight Shar, mm-hmm. and, and Bob Rothman, I don't want to say are you are you exonerated a little bit? Are you, I mean, it, do, do you look a little bit better now? In this light, based on the person yeah. that they have allegedly been dealing with as a business partner, yeah, absolutely. Now, granted, I mean, I don't think Dwight. I, I don't think. I don't think. Um, as far as I could tell, that Bob Rothman and Fred Smith looked bad. Other than you were associate, you went into business with this clown. Mm-hmm. Again, Dwight Shar, okay, uh, and I'm not speaking out of term here. I'm not saying anything that hasn't already been reported. Again, Dwight Shar did some really underhanded things, according to the NFL, according to the investigations, according to lawyers, according to some data. Maybe a lot of data. I'm not but even do we sure understand of it all. He did some really underhanded things. Do we, do, do we understand why, though, they may have been trying to do we, that? We've now. always understand we've always understood. Yeah, because the, I've tried to tell I've tried not to pat myself on the back, Barry Horowitz now. I've tried to tell you without being able to tell because I can't accuse people of the things that Dan Snyder is being accused of and mm-hmm. walk away clean without actual having facts. But I you know. You know how this works. We all have conversations with people, right? I know some very important people involved in this, okay? And they have mentioned to me certain things that I I haven't been able to say on the radio, on Twitter, what have you. And I kept trying to tell everybody, listen, without having full knowledge and full proof, Dan Snyder has done some awful, awful, awful things. And you know what he also has maybe perhaps one of the bigger problems, quite honestly, over the last couple of years is he no longer has Bruce Allen, who, as much as he was hated as a football executive... No, he was his, te- he was was his a, Teflon guy. Was I mean. a Teflon Don, was a smart business guy for the most part, mm-hmm. was was way, 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 way smarter than Dan Snyder, and he no longer has Eric Schaefer. Not to say that Eric Schaefer was complicit in covering up anything, but Eric Schaefer was the lead counsel who made sure that the pieces all worked together as much as he was allowed to do that, Mm -hmm. okay? And when you start firing these people and donking them off, okay, when you start removing and restricting them and start doing renegade things, and again, this loan thing that Don Van Natta is talking about apparently happened in 2019, I'm not saying Bruce was still there, Schaefer was still there, I understand it, but what I'm saying is when you start losing smart people from your inner circle or from your building or from your surrounding, you get in more trouble because you start making more and more and more and more irrational decisions and thinking you know more than you actually do. And I know that's a big picture, like, kind of roundabout way of saying that Dan is an egomaniac and a terrible, terrible, terrible business person. I'm going to fall short of saying that he is a terrible human being because while I feel he's 
done some really, really awful things. Really awful things. I don't like, believe it or not, being that critical. But Dan has done, Dan is an awful, awful, let me repeat, awful businessman. Awful. At one point, he was smart and innovative and creative. Dan is an awful business person. Well, I mean, think about it. And that has been proven to be true by every measure and every accountability that we possibly can come up with. Keep in mind, okay, keep in mind now, over the last, say, 60, 120, two and a half months, three months, there have been accusations about the team's charity wing. There have been accusations about the team's finances and cooking of the books. Yep. And now we're starting to see more and more indications that where there was smoke, there might indeed be some fire. Because again, without details, it was just more of a he said, he said type deal at first. Well, now maybe indeed, because we're starting to get specific numbers. We're starting to get specific incidents. We're getting details of incidents, details of specific numbers, Chris, Mm -hmm. that now start to make you believe that some malfeasance that has been alleged, you know, could have indeed been going on. Still a ton to prove here. Mm -hmm. Still a ton to prove here. But... When you've got specific, like, again, the right at the heart of the, the Don Van Atta story, the $55 million loan, um, right at the very beginning of the story. Right. Um, the fact that, you know, they had taken that out without the knowledge and approval right. of the other board members, which included the three minority Absolutely. owners still at that time. They were still a part of this. Right. This isn't something that just occurred after Correct. Dan had taken complete control uh, with his mom and Correct. sister, technically, Correct. as the shareholders. So think think about what you just said there. Mm-hmm. Think about doing that to your partners. Never mind your NFL owner partners. Think about doing that to your guys. Think about, okay. You're I was talking saying, about like mom and sister? No, 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 no. To, to Char and, oh, and yeah, Rothman yeah, yeah. And, and, and Fred Smith to take out a secret $55 million loan. But why? Why? Like, I, again, I why, why would he have to do that? Well, I don't know the exact answer other than, I mean, I've said forever, long before it became a popular thing to say, I've told you, I've told everyone, the guy doesn't have the liquid cash that everybody thinks he has. Just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean you have... Remember how many terrible, terrible business deals he has done. Including this radio station, quite honestly, at one point. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Awful. Terrible. And Johnny Rockets and Six Flags and and Dick Clark Productions and Tom Cruise and this and that and all of that. Okay? But that being here nor there. I was thinking about this, right? So Dan takes out a $55 million secret credit line, according to the story from Vanatta. That is at the heart. And I told you last November, and I, I think I mentioned this before, but maybe I didn't, that there were sharks in the water, and then the federal authorities of the Eastern District of Virginia get in, and they just you know start investigating after all the attorneys see, generals and whatever. At that point, right, to your point, when we our first inclination is 
to that was like ticket. We thought ticket revenue, yeah. illegal reporting, and that we thought but maybe that was the pu- that was the public right. stuff. That's but there what, was right. more That's why stuff we thought, behind that the was scenes. our initial thought as to why the right. feds were starting to get involved. Right. And as we're finding out now, it apparently goes a hell of a lot. Deeper. Well, again, when you whenever you invite the feds in by your own misdeeds, by your own uh, recklessness, mm-hmm. you also invite in the potential. If there's more for those walls to be caving in, which is exactly what you were kind of talking about at the beginning of the show. But but think about this. okay? we do not. The three of us have a financial business arrangement. Right. Like 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 if the show does good, theoretically, we would all stand to benefit. But we don't have it's not like we put in. $50 $50 million each into the, you know, and and, may, and maybe you put in $100 million and Maddie and I put in $50 million and we're all partners. Maddie and I are limited partners. You're the majority partner. We don't have that type of arrangement, but we are a team. We are a partnership, right? So to use this as an example, I have to separate the fact that we don't deal with money and finances like they do. But if one of us, and say it was you, okay, Say Why it was does it you. always have to be me? Well, no, because just, you, because I know in, what you're in, saying. In this scenario, you're yes, the lead dog. I know what if, you're saying. If you said, you know, if you went to CK and said, just using this as an example, and said, see Roger let, Goodell in this situation, yeah, maybe, and said, you know, Russell's oh, a slob. I can't stand working with him. He doesn't stop talking. He makes no sense. He spills coffee everywhere. He's uh, uh, he tries to take control. He makes stupid points. He doesn't like Dan Snyder, but then he claims he liked. And you went to CK and you basically sabotaged the entire arrangement, the entire show. Okay. And maybe you have. I don't know. I but never meet di- with CK. I'm never here. But, <laughs> but if you did that, if you did that, right? Again, it's not exactly an apples for apples comparison because we're not dealing with money. But if you did that, if you sabotage the business arrangement or the show arrangement or the team, it might work temporarily. You might get some short-term game out of it. You might get some short-term reward. Maybe some things will change. Maybe CK will go, yeah, you know what? I got to really talk to that freaking jerk Russell and, you know, I got to get Maddie straight and whatever. Uh, I mean, all it's, of, it's, all of, but, dude, but you it's, see where I'm coming from, right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. In other words, if we're if if the three of us were in together, okay, yeah. and I, in an effort to make a side deal that was going to make me individually okay, maybe, more money, maybe that's maybe that's a better. And then I leveraged the business, uh-huh. okay, to get extra cash, and then say all of a sudden I just burned that cash on a car. You know, I upgrade from driving a Yugo to all of a sudden a Mercedes Benz SUV. Meaning, if you were leveraging the show and whatever success, and and all of a sudden you and Maddie look at me, you and Maddie look at me. All of a sudden, instead of parking in the outdoor chaos across the street in my lot, all of a sudden I'm driving a Mercedes SUV and I'm I'm pulling into the lot underneath the building. Mm. I'm I'm paying Mm. instead of paying one fifty, I'm paying two fifty. Or you're doing it junkie style. Parking down the street. I actually believe in the effort of safety because of this area. They are now parking underneath the building. Oh, really? I didn't. Know I that. talked to Johnny Cakes Allville oh, yesterday. I didn't know that. Uh, Cakes and I are both in 100% agreement. Oh. If you have to walk any more than 15 feet outside yeah. the building, yeah. Um, he and I walk in terror every day. It's it's part of the reason why I don't go outside so, the building. But but if I were to leverage, yeah, money from our show, right, 
to get a loan or to get more money so I could buy a nice car, so I could pay for the higher parking rate right. down here, and then I just burn it up. And didn't tell me anything. Didn't tell you all. You all all of right. a sudden look up, oh, boy, Pete's driving a Mercedes right. SUV, all this other stuff. Okay. And then, maybe and this then is that a better, money, I you know, a better in analogy. Words, in other words, if I'm leveraging our partnership yeah. right, right, for right. my own individual Correct. gain. Correct. Remember, Dan's, Dan's cutting himself a yearly salary of $10 million. And as has been alleged already, mm-hmm. money moving around to, I mean, look, he's charging the team expense account. Mm-hmm. And in theory, it's believable, okay? You can, I believe a good accountant can make this right. He's meeting with, having a, quote, dinner party with Jerry Jones, Bob Kraft, other NFL owners, you can legitimately write that off, I believe, as mm-hmm. a business expense Absolutely, charge yeah. to the team. Absolutely. So this is where some of this, while in it may on the surface look a little self-serving, which is always the way it is with Dan, but that can be defended. Those types of things can be defended. It's things like this. $55 million loan that goes outside of the bylaws. And this is where you would need, you know, a Dan Lust or somebody like that to talk about really just how concrete, quote, bylaws are in this situation. The fact that they didn't, you know, meet with the board to approve this type of expenditure. Just like when I was the president of the Boys and Girls Club in Shadyside. We had to we had to have a two signature system. That way, one person's not writing checks against the uh, Boys and Girls Club account. Because how many times do you see it now, Chris, where you have people that are accused of and found guilty of stealing money from a Boys and Girls account or a, a recreational club, a swim club, or something like that? Because they were the one voice, they were the one loan signature on the bank account. They were handling all the money. Okay, somebody's mom or dad hangs on as the president or the treasurer, the treasurer, most notably, 15, 20 years after their kids are done playing. They're like, man, you know, Joni's still in charge of the money. Why does she why is she still in charge? Her kids haven't played here for 20 years, you know, so it's it's when you start getting something like this, the question ultimately becomes. And like I said, maybe we need to get with our guy Dan Lust at some point to talk about this or another lawyer. How ironclad is a bylaw situation in a business arrangement like this where an expenditure of this $55 million credit line, okay, has to be approved by members of the board? There's six. There were six people on the board. Dan, probably Dan, Tanya, the three minority owners, and somebody else. So to get that type of expenditure, Shar, Fred, Bob, all would have had to, at minimum, the three of them would have had to, one of them would have had to approve it, say, if the other three on the other side were. So even if it's four or two, you'd still get the majority rules, and you could do that. So it's stuff like how ironclad are bylaws in any arrangement like this don't know because if it because that's where it would start if he violated that part of the business agreement then you just start to get into all the other stuff you know that comes from it and all the money i mean look 
He was spending lavishly. Yeah. Don't, had a lifestyle. Had a lifestyle. I don't know any of what you just were getting at in terms of the legalities and all that stuff. I, I don't know, but here's what I know. You take in any partnership, as soon as you conduct, start conducting secret activity, whether it be a marriage, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a business partnership, whether it be something like this, as soon as you start doing suspicious secret activity, it's ultimately always going to end up. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, the lo- that line of credit obtained without the approval of Washington's board of directors violates the team shareholders agreement. Okay, so the question is, is how ironclad is that in a court of law? It's got to be. Right? That's where we start it's this morning. Be. We'd love to be talking about the combine and we will. I promise you, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be taping and adding that to my notes already for the first round guys in the draft and maybe even more. Unfortunately, we start with this this morning. Mr. Snyder can't get out of the crosshairs. 301-230-0980. I mean, just what does it all mean to you, if anything at all? And does it help get a sale process started even faster? Because the only way you can pay off people you owe money to is to make money. And Dan's biggest way to make money right now is to finally sell this team. 301-230-0980. We're off and running on a Tuesday morning. It's Russell Amethurst, 9 to noon every day, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So, the... Fallout makes a lot of sense from this standpoint, Chris. Things start to to make sense. I know where Maddie's going with this. Well, hey, he's trying to he's trying to cheer you up by playing the Eagles. Well, yeah, but the song. <laughs> What's the song, Matt? Just to reveal the genius behind I, 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 the, yeah. the glass. Eagles line eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 
as soon as I heard this, I said, oh, my. She's headed for that cheating side of <laughs> oh, town, oh right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. She's going to comfort an old friend who's oh, feeling down. yeah. Maybe maybe Lady T might. Dude, uh, if I tried to walk out of my house whew. and say, yeah, I'm going to go comfort an old friend who's feeling down, Brenda's going to be like, what the hell are you doing, you <laughs> dumbass? <laughs> maybe Lady T might want to jump off I of wouldn't uh, even try that. The, the super yacht. Oh my goodness! But you know what I though, mean, and, and, and you don't know how complicit. Because look, there are fam. There's family caught up in this. I sure. mean, they're caught up in the shrapnel of this. Unfortunately, when you're the, especially when you're the child of celebrity or the spouse of celebrity, and that celebrity ends up in the crosshairs of bad things, there those people are affected, and and you hope that class can prevail when those people are out in public and doing their thing. I mean, you know, Jerry right now, of course, member of the Appalachian State football team, right. and it can't be easy for him to walk around that campus and to be around his football guys um, when, you know, every time – I mean, look, I'm sure all the whole football team's got ESPN, uh, you know, notifications on like everybody else does. I mean, my phone goes off 65,000 times a day with an ESPN notification. So you feel for them in that in that situation. But let's let's talk about – the other important side of this is the football side. Is how does this affect the football side? Mm-hmm. The fact that Deron Payne was tagged literally minutes after midnight. Yep. With the option to be tagged, and now they have until mid-July to get a long-term right. deal because they need that buffer time now. Because yep. Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera can't go to Deron with a clear conscience and say, "Look." I'd like to be able to offer you this, right. except my owner's not available right now. Yeah, And we need this time until a new owner. Look, and I, I guarantee you, the talk to his agent is, look, as soon as we get ownership settled, you know, uh, we'll sit down and we'll talk about a, a long-term deal. Because to me, to me, franchising him tells me that there is interest in, from the organization, from the coach, from that hierarchy to keep him here for more than just one year. I know the franchise tag only guarantees you the one year, but if you're willing to pay him almost 19 via the tag mm-hmm. this year, you're probably willing to go to the table with 19 over four years, somewhere in that area, maybe even higher, depending on how much guaranteed cash you show up front. Right. Uh, over the you know which you spread that signing bonus that you spread out over the life of the contract, so it hamstrings Ron from a organizational standpoint that the only thing he can technically do right now is put the tag on paint. Right, can't negotiate gonna, a long term deal. On a long term deal. deal, when you have the leverage that Deron Payne has, and coming off of the season that he did, it is going to be at least two and a half years if not three full years of fully guaranteed money yes. that he's getting so if and it, he's it, still at the age where I'm fine with that yes so but if we're talking about 19 what is it 19.4 million if we're talking about 19.4 million as basically a one year guarantee this year right i think well i mean t- we're talking about a couple hundred thousand i think it's 18.93 or whatever is the number yeah okay uh w- w- whatever the number is um but if, if we're talking about $19 million, let's just use that, okay? In terms of a long-term deal, if you, um, 
if you go all of this year, that $19 million that you pay him in full cash this year that counts against your cap doesn't get rolled into, of course, a long-term deal if you go all through this year. Now, if you get a deal done by July 15th, okay, which is the franchise tag long-term deal deadline, then, of course, you can roll that into and figure out how that works into that $19 million. So it is to their absolute benefit, uh, meaning the commanders, and I guess to Duran, that they get this deal done by Ju- July 15th because you don't want to pay him $19 million this year and then still have to either let him walk away, tag him a second time, or do a new long-term deal after paying him $19 million this year. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, and, and look, this is not like... The Eagles with Brandon Graham and those guys. Graham's thirty four. Teron's only twenty five. Very different. So you've got same thing for Kelsey and all. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's not I mean, like this Fletcher is a, Cox. This isn't like a 30, uh, 30 year old guy, thirty one year old guy that had a career year Correct. all of a sudden. This Correct. is a twenty five year old. Correct. But it, but it's a guy who had one very very good v- tremendous year. Mm-hmm. Who has been inconsistent before? So you have you do have to be careful. But I would agree by and large, they should sign him long term, especially because I, I believe they're out of the Chase Young business right now. Okay. That being said, that being said, when when it comes to Durant and, and and again, we have the Dan Snyder stuff, but we know that that is more complicated. The Duran Payne stuff is more an actual football deal. When you have the Duran Payne deal, if you're looking at Okay, say they can get a deal done by July 15th, which is usually the deadline date for the long-term deal under their franchise tag. You're talking about they need at least $55 million, including the 19 that you've agreed to pay him this year, at least $55 million in fully guaranteed funds. Okay? Because we're talking about at least two and a half, if not three full years of guaranteed, fully guaranteed money in order for Deron Payne to even do a four- or five-year deal, a long-term deal. You understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. All right. So now, that's where the Dan Snyder part comes in, as we had continued to talk about. Dan Snyder doesn't have a lot of liquid cash. I think everybody knows that by now. This loan, this that is now the latest development, that is the, the crux of the Eastern District of Virginia and the Feds should show you everything that a guy had to go behind the back of his partners, whether he did it on purpose, out of spite, whatever, to get a secure a $55 million loan in 2019 that majestically then they find out about in April of 2020, right after the pandemic starts, when all of this stuff started to unravel and before the name change and before FedEx Fred went bananas and all, and before Dwight Shaw started digging up Mary Jo Blair and all that stuff, uh, Mary Jo White, Mary Mary Ellen Blair, whatever, all these Mary whatever people. If, if they do a long-term deal with Duran... They've got to front that money again. Let's just say it's it's right. fifty five. For comparison's sake, John Allen's deal was four for seventy two. Right, thirty million guaranteed signing bonus, total guarantees thirty five point six. Right, so thirty million was the fully guaranteed. Thirty five point six was the was the total guarantees. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So 
two years later now and coming off in an 11-and-a-half sack season, and like you correctly point out, this ain't Javon Hargrave who's 30. This isn't Fletcher Cox who's 34. This is Jerron Payne. At 25. At 25 I mean, John Allen got his money at 27. Yes, yes. Okay, and with some, some injury history, I would say a semi-legitimate injury history. Does Deron Payne have any injury history at all? Uh, just 2009. No, no, because uh, the only difference for him was he didn't start. He only started half the games. Right. A little more than half the games in 19. But every year he's played 15 or he's played 16, 15, 16, right. 17, and 17. And didn't have he's anything. Available. And didn't have anything coming out of Alabama. He either. meets. He meets the biggest right. requirement. Availability. Right. The bigger. The biggest. Exactly. So so here here's where I'm getting in a roundabout sort of way. In order for them to do this, they need, again, $55 million at least. I don't believe, Pete, I don't believe that this is getting done until, like you said, a new owner is in place and fully green light and go. And I don't know if that when that's going to happen. So for right now, this is going to play out. And I believe, until I know otherwise, this is going to play out as a one-year tag. If it plays out as a one-year tag, meaning it goes beyond July 15th because of the ownership, because of the money, because of the commitment, because of whatever – you're probably looking at, from a cap standpoint, this being Deron Payne's final season in Washington. And then, how does that trigger? How does that trigger other moves that you make? Because remember, Montez Sweat is going into year five, fifth year option. Mm-hmm. Chase Young, as we've talked about, is approaching that fifth year option decision, which I would never give him. And I. I Never. Well, I mean, look, and and again, the Giants did it with a quarterback. Yes, and okay? and they're getting they burned were, they, for it, but it was the uh, right move. They haven't gotten burned yet because well, they haven't, they haven't signed a new deal with. There's right. no way they're signing into a forty-five million dollar deal. Maybe no not, way. but I mean, forty million dollars is still getting burned. Uh, Thirty-eight million dollars per year is still getting burned compared to. I mean, look, they would have had to do it anyway if they gave him the fifth-year option. Next year, but at least you would have had this year to once again prove that last year, meaning year one under Dable, wasn't a fluke. Right. But here's before the, you had I mean, to make okay, the decision. Here's the thing with Deron Payne: in the last two seasons, thirty-five quarterback hits, twenty-four tackles for a loss, one hundred twenty-five tackles in, in the last two seasons, and sixteen sacks. I mean, that guy has, and he's played and started. Every single freaking football game. You All know, 34. You know I was not in totally on Deron Payne. I know. That's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, now He convinced me this the, year. The the complete, and, and I would have included you in this class until you finally came around this year on him, but the Chris Russell coming into this season would have looked at these numbers. If I say ahead of time, hey, he's going to have these numbers, you're going to go, oh, he's just motivated because it's contract year. And I still question that. Mm-hmm. I still wonder about now, that. Now, let me let me ask you, because the legalities of this and the timing, could Washington rescind the tag before July 15th if they know new ownership is in place as a way, as a vehicle to get more time to negotiate a longer-term deal? Only if he doesn't sign the tag. Meaning once he signs the tag. That's it. It's that's in. it. Yeah. It's over. Well, I knew that. I knew that. If but. he doesn't sign it, yes. Because that's exactly what Carolina did with Josh Norman. Josh Norman. Josh Norman, right. So 
could in a sense not Washington, in July, but in late could March. Washington essentially then slow play this by saying, "Hey, don't sign the tag. Don't sign the yep, tag." But this is our good faith gesture yes. is to say, "Hey, absolutely, we want you back here." And Ron's Ron's playing yes. the only card he has available to him right now because his owner is now. Obviously not going to be concentrating on anything that has to do with I football. I do have an important question I want to ask you after the after the trending, okay? I always uh, love it on, when on Russell this. says, I have an important question to ask well, you. I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it is important. By the way, the, the third storyline involving the commanders from yesterday, just, just to say, Chris will probably tell you coming up here in the trending, and it hasn't got even mentioned in 45 minutes. And it's one of those storylines that normally – would get mentioned all the time because of the position that it involves. But no, the owner wouldn't let that happen. Don Van Natta wouldn't let that happen. These people continue to come up with dirt. Good for them. They're making a lot of money off of it right now. Getting a lot of views this morning. 301-230-0980. That's how you get in touch with us. It's Russell and Medhurst. We're here 9 to noon every day. This is where you get your sports and legal news. Every freaking day, unfortunately, on this show, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Here's what's trending. Yeah, so what do you think? What led to the official divorce between Dan Snyder and his three former minority share partners? Well, per ESPN's Don Van Natten, an explosive report this morning, it was a April 2020 financial note and report that revealed a secret $55 billion credit line that Dan and the team had taken out 16 months before that without the knowledge and required approval of Dwight Shar, Bob Rothman, and Fred Smith, the former minority partners, the three uh, had owned a combined 40% share of the franchise. Obviously, Dan Snyder and the NFL were complicit in buying that out. Uh, soon after that divorce began, the federal authorities of the Eastern District of Virginia said to be very much poking around about that. That is the primary focus of what their investigation is, again, according to ESPN. What Pete was talking about last night, we found out, according to the Washington Post, that Dan Snyder apparently wants the NFL and its ownership group to indemnify him against any future legalities and legal issues and lawsuits in order to complete a sale of the team. Now the commanders at 10:15 on a Monday night proceeded to make a statement saying that is absolutely and categorically untrue and the Washington Post story is incorrect. And as we were just talking about, the commanders have applied the franchise tag to Deron Payne more than a full week before the deadline and that's what our important question to beat will be about. And that's coming up. And that's what's trending in all Commander's Edition, baby. If I can turn the page... Yeah. This is one of the few songs Christine McVie actually did a lot of vocals on. The late, great Christine McVie for Fleetwood Mac. Always, always eligible on this show to be played at any time. Did you see the, um, I mean, the Grammys and all the award shows do a tremendous, um, you know, thing to honor the people that we lost, uh, you know, over the... 
I mean, um, so I was watching the Grammys a couple of weeks ago, and then I finished it up over the weekend just while I was writing. Uh, and, um, you know, of course, Christine McVie was very much, you know, at, mm-hmm. at the center of that. And they had... Um, you Let me... Wait a minute. Stop for a minute. I know you got an important question yeah. for me here coming up. But I, I, you just said something that fosters an incredibly um, important question for me. Now back to you. With all of the crap you have going on, both, and I mean, it's both, a lot of crap. Both, both on the field and off. Yeah. Okay, because the commanders give you no downtime oh on the God. field. Um, it's just and, never ending. And, and clearly some things you're dealing with off the field. Yeah. How the hell do you have time to go back and watch a freaking music award show? It, it's, it's a great question. Again, I watched about an hour of it live three weeks ago that, when, it, when, it, when it came on on a Sunday night. That's even right? more impressive. Okay. He's a professional. I watched about an hour of it, but I recorded it, and so I CK finally, offering you more money to go down to the drive. Is that what you're doing? You're trying to update your music file so I, you can go down and work a shift on the drive on the weekends. So I, I put it on on Saturday night when I was tired of sports. Right, I had watched the Caps and the Rangers. I had watched a bunch of college basketball. <laughs> I had watched uh, the Wizards were off that day. I was just tired of sports. So late Saturday night, as I was writing for the Command Post, a Rick Snyder-led production subscription. Give me two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a subscription-based newspaper magazine about the Commanders. I'm doing a big free agency blowout bonanza for Rick now. Um, But as I was writing, I just put it on the TV, right? So, I mean, I'm not, like, locked in on it. But they did a wonderful, wonderful tribute. And, you know, some people... Do you ever find yourself going, I can't believe they gave that person the songwriter of the year thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Listen, I'm not going to pretend... It should have gone to Matt Essig. Well, I'm not going to pretend... Like, but what was the most amazing thing about that, just as a quick aside, besides the great tribute that they didn't... I guess they forgot a couple of people and people were upset, whatever. The great... I'll say this. I, I, I went with a friend to see to Wolf Trap over last summer to see somebody uh, that they knew, whatever, was the, the opening. Bonnie Raitt was there. Mm-hmm. Bonnie Raitt's like 73 years old. Yeah, she, won she just something. won the song of the year. Yeah. She just won the. So I saw all that. I saw Harry Styles do his thing. I don't know enough about that. Uh, Lizzo or whatever. It's about damn time. All that's she like I, I don't know much about it, but I, I I will say this: I find some entertainment for me to get away from all of the nonsense that we have to deal with to watch stuff like that. But again, it was only on in the background. But they did a really nice tribute, uh, you know, to Christine McVie as part of the mm-hmm. in memoriam type thing. Anyway, what's one, your question? Uh, what, all right, so here's the important question, and and it maybe you don't have the answer, but I'll ask it anyway. I think we know the reason. Clearly, they are not doing a long-term deal right now today, and and maybe largely that's because of the ownership situation, but maybe it's not. Does putting the franchise tag on Deron Payne on February 28th, a full week ahead of the deadline, does that tell you anything about how far apart they are in terms of the money that both sides want to pay or get paid? Meaning... The commanders have their positioning and their structure and what they think is a fair deal. Deron Payne has his positioning and structure and what he thinks and his agent think is a fair deal. Do you put the franchise tag on a full week before the deadline because you know whatever the reason is, and maybe it's mostly Dan, but maybe you also know that we are so far apart there ain't no way in hell we're bridging this gap. 
does that signify anything? Because it does to me. See, to me, all it does is it tells other teams, hey, we're. I think Ron is trying to put up the at minimum the facade that, hey, we're serious about retaining our guy, so you need to go spend your money in another direction this offseason. You think Ron cares about sending messages like that? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Stay, I mean, I, I guess I didn't think about your, it from that Keep angle. your mitts off our guy. You start to make plans in other places. But if they put the non-exclusive tag, which I would imagine that they're going to, mm-hmm. That doesn't shut down anything. They can still go. No. They can still go to the team and make a call and say, "Hey, sure. we, we want your guy. What would it cost?" But I, 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 unless you got your socks blown off by a deal, sure. And and okay. how many? How many? Look, this isn't a quarterback. No, this isn't Lamar Jackson. No. Okay. But to your point, it's a twenty-five and change defensive tackle who seems to be, you know, way on the rise. But I believe also you've got. I, I don't think. I don't think anybody's going to offer him money. Outside of the realm of what, you know, common sense dictates he should get here. Probably not. Now, the question ultimately becomes is, how much does Washington value Deron Payne? Yeah. That's the ultimate question. Well, what if you're the Eagles? It's an easy one for me. And you could lose Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave Absolutely. in the same Absolutely. By, by all means, I'd be in on Deron Payne. That's why I think Ron is trying to say okay. to teams headed to the combine and everything right now who may have had defensive linemen, you know, like him in their plans – you know, hey, you might want to look at defensive linemen here at the uh, combine a little closer. Mm, okay, that's what I think it said it signifies, or at least that's what I think Ron is trying to get teams to do. I think it signifies that they are way far apart. See, I don't. I, I how far apart can you be? Uh, what I the mean, hell are they offering? I mean, him? I mean, the Commanders could be saying, "Listen, buddy, we love you, but eighteen million dollars a year because we got to pay Sweat. We've already paid McLaurin. We've got to pay uh, this guy and that guy, and well, we, we can't have they you blow up, out the scales of justice for Jonathan Allen. Almost thirty million dollars in cap space well, yesterday. That, oh wait, you mean something else happened yesterday? We'll tell you what oh. that was. We'll tell you what that was. Coming up next at the top of Touchdown at 10, George Mason coach Kim English joins us at 1030. It's all between now and noon right here on Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 